When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, first of all, I believe it was Hunter's, but who knows? Who knows? Could have been anybody else. Oh, it was his. So I believe it was his. If you want to find out whose it was, you then say to the Secret Service, and this is where the media ought to be talking about the cocaine, not so much, well, is it Hunter's or not? Whatever. That's where they're spending all their time. The, the real question is, Secret Service, can you protect this building and these people or not? You know, it's kind of interesting that Joe hasn't said anything about that. This could have as easily been anthrax or ricin. Ricin, this much ricin on your fingernail could kill everybody in that building. And it could have easily been that. Oh, yeah. And the Secret well, Service, they know whose it is. They've seen the video. They, they already know it's his. They, they know whose there, it there's is. There's no other reason they're saying the stupid crap they're saying unless they already know whose it is. So, and he can't tell me they don't know it's his. Right. They, there's they, cameras everywhere, man. It's the most secure building in the world. It is the most observed building on planet Earth. Yes. So Come on. The, the question is now, it turns to the Secret Service, and will they fall on their sword, like everybody else has done, to protect... The Bidens, and and particularly Hunter Biden. Because this boils down to their abilities and their integrity. That's what this is about. And that's what the media needs to be talking about. Secret Service, this is on you. Now, a couple of insights about this. First of all, they uh, check everybody's pockets. You don't you don't just walk through a magnetometer, which you do at the airport. You don't right, walk, walk right, through an right. x-ray machine. They check your pockets. Right. Unless you're a family member. Yes. Then they don't check your pockets. And chances are you won't even make it on the visitor's log anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have been recording his visits at all, and he practically lives there. So where is the, the Biden outrage? There's not going to be outrage from him at all. It started when we heard about it on Sunday night. It was in the family library. And now, <laughs> now, oh, no, it was in a public the area. magazine rack, and right? And there's a million people walking by this location <laughs> now. And everybody's been in and out of that building now. Everybody can come and go as they choose and they please to come in and out of that building. It's all been lies so far, right, that we've been told. And now the White House says it's going to take probably weeks to get to no, it won't. Oh my God, weeks. Yeah, that's what doing they said. what? Um, <laughs> so I can tell you that if it were anthrax or if it were ricin, there's no weeks to it, right? Right. There, it's instantaneous. We know how it got there. So when it comes to cocaine, they know how it got there. They know who did it. They're trying to delay. If it is hunters, I believe it is. But if it is. They're trying to delay it past July 26, which is the date that he faces that judge on this deal that he made on gun laws, which is another issue. We'll right, 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 right. But um, that's what they're trying to do. Let's delay it past this because this crap cans that entire deal he made to get out from underneath the tax and the gun uh, charges. Well, well, it does, and it's I, I th- this whole thing is so funny and stupid watching the media uh, uh, trying to deal with this and the White House mm-hmm. because everything you just said is true. What's also true is there can only be one of two 
truths to this, okay? Either mm-hmm. Hunter actually brought it in, mm-hmm. which is really, really bad, or somebody else brought it in, which means the security sucks so bad at the White House that somebody could just, just drop a dime bag in some heavily traveled area. Either truth is bad. And so how do you get around? You can't get around that. You can't <coughs> linguistically in asking out-of-context questions or editing or what. You can't get around those two truths. It's right. got to be one of the other. One of the other. So that's why I say if the media really wants to know the truth, and the media doesn't want to know the truth, but if they really wanted to know the truth, they'd put the pressure on the Secret Service, right? We're spending all this taxpayer money for you to protect this building. Right. And to protect the inhabitants in the building, Right. And I believe they do a really good job. I have faith and trust in the Secret Service. And so if that's the case, then the pressure needs to – this is a Secret Service problem. How did it make it in there, and how can you guarantee that the next time it won't be ricin? And, again, ricin is so deadly, enough on your, that can rest on your fingernail, can kill everybody in right, that building. Right, So, th- th- see, that's what's really odd but not, because we're dealing with the Bidens here, <laughs> that Joe has not gone, I want to know, and I want to know right now. Because I've got people working in here, and my family lives here. Well, yeah, his family right? coos over all the time. You're telling me he's not worried about his Correct. granddaughters when they're and his kids when Correct. they're there? If somebody's dropping white powder in a heavily trafficked area? Yep, yep. I want, Holy crap. I want the head of the Secret Service in my office today. I want it right now, immediately right now. And his head, his ass is going to be canned if I don't know right now who this is. I, I tell you, you're right, but that's not going to happen. Okay, here's what's going to happen. It, you know whose fault it is? Our fault. It's one of us dirty peasants, you know, uh, walked into the people's house, so to speak, and, uh, you know, uh, dropped a, a dime bag someplace. You people brought this. It, it, they're going to turn it around on the American people they already have by claiming it's some tourist. And then it's going to go away. Mm. Well, <laughs> It's, it's, it's going to no. go away as quickly as they can make it go away because, again... They can't get around a bag of cocaine in the White House. Right, which could have been a bag of ricin. Right. And by the way, another interesting thing about this happened yesterday, and that is it came out that it was a zipper bag full of cocaine. (laughs) Not, you know, in in most instances, and, and by the way, I've been around the entertainment business for 60 years. Radio, television, movies, music. I've been around this stuff. I haven't done it, but I've been around it. Right. And... You know, the bags that people usually carry it in is like a little bitty Ziploc bag, like you would put your meds in if you're going on a trip. This is a zipper bag they're now telling us, which if you look these up online, you can buy cocaine zipper bags online that have neat little logos, <laughs> all kinds of cool little pictures on them and stuff. Right, right. So, you know, it's it's easily identifiable whose who's bag it is. What I can fully believe is, I, you know, I don't know, but I can fully believe that Hunter uh, was doing a bump in a cubby. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, hearing Archie Comics saying doing bump in a cubby is just funny to me, man. Well, I, oh, it's, it's, it's going to get better. It's going to get better because Archie's going to blow your mind in a second. <laughs> doing a bump in a cubby, right? And just like he left the laptop, he leaves the, the baggie. Well, crackheads aren't really known for their, you know, <laughs> attention I, to detail. I can see that happening. But here's how I'm going to blow your mind. There's a little video going around. And I, I, I guess I didn't send it to you. I, I meant to send it to everybody. But... Um, Video going around of him with the family, on Hunter with the family, and they're on the Truman balcony watching the fireworks on the 4th of July. Now, that was two days after they discovered Dakota. Right, right. And you know how Hunter and Joe like to play? They like to give the American people the finger when they've been caught red-handed. 
Ha, 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 you'll never catch us. Screw you. You'll never know. Who, you know, you'll never get us. We're the untouchables. He's on the balcony. I'll show you the video. And he puts his wrist. He turn, hands the baby off to whoever the girl is standing next to him. And he turns behind Jill. And he puts his nose to his wrist. And it does exactly what you just did. Was that? Was that uh, was that psycho whatever that was? No, that psycho was a booger. <laughs> he, then he does. Sorry. What, what what happens when you when you see somebody do this and rub the bottom of their nose like that? What is that? Oh, I don't. Know. When you see yeah, a dude, when, it can be somebody snorting coke or it can be somebody scratching their nose. Right. I mean, either could, way, could be. Yeah. But with Hunter Biden, you know, right. who knows? Right. But he's like scratching his nose and then he starts playing with his hair like it's itching. <laughs> so you know, it's I don't know if he was doing a bump or not. If he if he was, or you know, if whatever, it sure looked like it. <laughs> it I, sure looked like it. You know, I mean, the the ability to shock me with any of this crap right. at this point is a fairly boring endeavor. You know, I mean, I'm not shocked by any of this. Yeah. This is who they are. Right. This is who the Bidens. It's not just the Bidens. This is who all of them are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you a bag of cocaine in the White House. Again, whatever, however it came to be there, whether it's what I think, Hunter, I mean, he's a dumbass. It would be just like him to drop his weekend stash for Camp David in some freaking office somewhere. He's not the brightest bulb in the, in the universe. Mm -hmm. Or if some tourist came, brought it in, which doesn't make any sense. What's, it doesn't make any sense for somebody who's a cocaine head to walk into a place like the White House with a bag of coke. It'd be like that'd be like trying to get me to believe that a cokehead would walk into the sheriff's department with a bag in his in his pocket in case he has an overnight stay. It doesn't make any sense at all that unless you're bringing a bag in there to give to somebody or to sell to somebody or to pass off to somebody in the White House, the whole Taurus line doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever. Especially when you go back to what I said at the beginning, and that is you go through a different security apparatus than family does. Well, yeah. So I they mean, check every part of you. You don't. I've been there. You don't just walk down, Hunter. Yeah. No, no. The family gets to walk in and out. But when it comes to any tourist, they check you all over the place, including your pockets. So if you're carrying something in your pockets, they're going to know before yeah. you ever cross the threshold into the White House. Um, so, you know, it's not that. It, it is somebody who had the access. And it, let's just say it was a cabinet member. Or let's say it was a low-established low, uh, 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 staffer or something there. I can't imagine that would be the case when they're going to be leaving in an hour or so to go back to their apartment or yeah. their office where they could do it in the safety and security. In other words, the last place in the world a cabinet member or another staffer would do it is going to be in the White House. That's the yeah, last place. It, you know, all the forensic evidence, in my opinion, leads to Hunter Biden being a dumbass with his coke. Right. But there's also, you know, the the uh, usual level of arrogance in that the idea of bringing a bag to Coke of Coke to the White House is the ultimate act of arrogance and elitism. Of course, I need some blow for the weekend. I'm Hunter Biden. <laughs> you course. know, I mean, I think it's really as deep as that. It, that's it. That you're right. And and, and nobody searches him. Nobody pats him uh -uh. down. Uh -uh. There's no other explanation that makes any sense at all, unless. Somebody was coming to see Hunter to give him coke. Right. No other explanation makes sense. That's right. So it goes back to this. Is the Secret, secret Service, because they know. Right. Are they going to fall on their sword to protect Hunter Biden? Because this does come down to their ability 
to protect that building. That, that's each Because it could have been anthrax. That's got to deal with the personal ethos of every single individual agent who would be involved in this. They have to ask themselves, you know, is this why I'm here? Well, the top dog, <laughs> the, the, the top dog, the head of the Secret right. Service has to answer that question now. Oh, they'll, th- they'll tie somebody to the stake. <laughs> right. Yeah. They'll offer somebody up. They, they, well, yeah. Uh, I said that this morning. I said it yesterday morning, and that is they've got somebody that they've already said, you know, here's the deal, 20 years right. of love and worth, or we get you off, you know, that kind of deal. We're, we're going to make you a deal you can't refuse. You right, know, That kind right. of thing. But, uh, you know, when you're talking about cameras in every corner, the only place there's not a camera, as I understand it, is there's a little bitty hallway between the executive dining room and the Oval Office. Right, And that's right. where Bill used to fill girls up. <laughs> It is. It's where he the used Democrats to... just are classy people, aren't that's, they? That's where he used to push them up against the wall. <laughs> Sex and cocaine, man, in the White House. Well, I talked about that this morning, and we'll get into this a little bit later on because I don't want to encroach on the on the next segment. But, um, you know, we heard all during the 2020 election about how, you know, Trump was not a decent human being. Right. Joe said it. The media said, you know, Joe's going to restore decency back to the White House. You said that earlier. That was his quote. He's going to restore decency right. to the White House. So now we've had trannies on the White House lawn with their boobs out. Right. We have cocaine there. Mm. And we have a grandpa who is denying that he even has a seventh grandchild. Pretty decent people, huh? They're 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 trash. I, yeah. I posted yesterday, if they lived next door, you wouldn't let your kids play there. No, you wouldn't. You know, they're really horrible, awful people, and, and they always have been. They're de- I'll say it. I don't care what you think of this. They're Delaware trash mm-hmm. uh, with money and power. And they're doing what Delaware trash would do with money and power, which is, hey, we don't live on the planet you live on. We right. live in a different realm. Exactly. And, uh, you know, this whole thing reeks of arrogance all the way down to the black lesbian, that's their press secretary, uh, saying, well, it's probably some, t- we have tours going through there, and some dirty, smelly little person probably sure. brought that in. That's right. Which, again, doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever. Well, that, But that's what they're turning it into, and that's yeah. all, all of what you just said is so true, and that's why it wouldn't surprise me if he was taking a bump on the, on the balcony <laughs> watching the fireworks, right, right. because that's two middle fingers to America. You're watching me, now watch what I do in front well, of you. So it could I, be. I it's either that or dumbassery or a combination of both. No, I think, I think it's arrogance. I think you're both. right. You know, I think you're right. It's like, you can't touch us, man. Well, we're, we're, we're the kings and rulers. Exactly and right. You're the, the ruling people. class, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly right. You silly peasants. All right, we'll take a quick break. More <laughs> Warren Rima coming up. You know, when you're talking about your vehicle and protecting your vehicle and the amount of money that it takes to repair your vehicle or replace an engine or something like that, man, you're talking about a ton of money. And unless you're just uber wealthy, you want to protect your vehicle because you don't want it wearing out. You don't want to have to go through that repair process and cost all that money, too. And that's why BG products were developed over three decades ago. That's right. BG products has been here. Uh, they build it, or they, 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 they put together a most uh, incredible product that goes inside the engine that gives you maximum lubricity inside the engine. Then they've got another one that cleans out the entire fuel system, so you're getting maximum fuel economy as well. It's great stuff. You don't have to go anywhere to put it in. You don't put it in yourself. Just the next time you have the oil change, wherever you do that, ask for the BG service. All right? BGfindashop.com. Partly sunny with a thunderstorm around today and a high about 89. Right now it's 78 at KTSA. Good morning on Highway 90 Eastbound. Just with Warren Rima, KTSA. You know the Ben and Jerry's thing. I want to revisit that. Okay. Uh, I didn't. We, we didn't spend much time on it yesterday, and I, I frankly didn't hadn't been paying much attention to it because I don't. I don't. I don't buy Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to them because they're just fat, rich hippies, and I can't stand fat, rich hippies. 
But they put out a, a billboard and some social media posts on July 4th about, you know, we stole this land. We need to give the engines uh, Mount Rushmore. And, of course, being the fat, hypocritical hippies that they are, as you pointed out yesterday, they, they have a couple of plants on uh, traditional people's uh, land. <laughs> Probably a couple of nine-year-olds running the equipment as well. A couple of South, you know, South Korean nine-year-olds and Vietnamese nine-year-old migrants. Well, their plant in, in Vermont is sitting Crushing right on Mohican land. Mohican land, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. they're full of crap. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the past twenty-four hours, they're. I think they're going to get the Bud Light treatment. That'd be nice. I, I think they people are not messing around anymore. That would be nice. You know, I mean, you think about it. Okay, first, Bud Light puts a tranny dressed up like Audrey Hepburn in a freaking bubble bath. Yeah. And that started the whole ball rolling. It's like, well, I'd rather drink anthrax than uh, drink another Bud Light. Mm -hmm. And now you have these arrogant, fat, rich hippies. And let me say this. I got a lot of boomer friends, you know. I I was almost a boomer by a couple of years. You know, I know a lot of good people. But I'll tell you what, man. There is nothing more annoying than some fat old hippie who still thinks it's 1969. You know okay. what I mean? Yep. And, and can't just or 67 or they're still like they're still they still have the world view they had when they were 19 and doing LSD. Mm-hmm. And and Ben and Jerry are those guys. Ben and Jerry are the epitome of corporate a holes who only want to make money. <laughs> that's that's really what what Ben and Jerry do is they make a crap load of money selling overpriced ice cream in funky hippie packaging and they put little causes on it so then i feel like i'm helping the world by buying your stinking banana nut okay right. and but really it's all bull crap they're just getting fat and rich in vermont right right it's it yeah i can't stand them yeah is what i'm trying to tell you Trey. I, I, I got it and i don't i think their ice cream sucks <laughs> yeah. and I, I you know me i freaking love ice cream yeah. i eat ice cream every day of my life uh-huh and you know what? Again, I'd rather drink anthrax now at this point than buy <laughs> a, a tub of freaking Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Right, 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 right. Forget them, man. Right. I think we ought to Bud Light them out of existence, man. Well, I agree. And, uh, you know, when I, when I brought it up yesterday, my whole thing was, first of all, it is terrible ice cream. I, I never eat it. But it's, I, it's, yeah. I have nothing to do with it. Uh, I, and particularly because of their political stance, I would never have anything to do with it. Uh, they have been anti-Israel for a very long They're, time. They hate the Jews. Yeah, they yes. really do. And that's pretty interesting for a couple of Jewish guys. Right. But, uh, you know, they, they, they are just weirdos. But beyond that, they are the typical liberals in America who, you know, get rich off America, the freedoms <laughs> that we have here, our capitalist system. Yeah. And once they get rich and have all the money in the world off of our capitalist system, then they say the capitalist system sucks, America (laughs) sucks, America needs to die. (laughs) And my question to Ben and Jerry is, why don't you leave? You know, if we suck that bad here, if things are so – and this is my question for all these – fat, ugly liberals who are out there, whether they're, you know, Miley Cyrus, whoever, who hates this country and bitch about this country all the time. If, if it's such a terrible place, why don't you load your ass up and go somewhere? They never go, do. Just go. You can make life ice cream is, anywhere on the planet. Yeah, life is too short to live in shame, man. Why don't you go live someplace where you'd be happy? Yeah, and I'll tell you something else, guys. 
uh, you guys, Ben and Jerry, you you could make your ice cream more cheaply elsewhere than you can sure. here. You can. You can ah. actually save money. Let's say you just set up your plant in Iran. Why don't you go to Iran? <laughs> Why don't you live in they Iran? They Israel, too. Why don't you do it? You'd all get along. Yeah, you'd be great. Or, or how about this one if you don't like Iran? How about Turkey? Try <laughs> try Turkey. Try living in Turkey and see what your freedoms to make money are like in Turkey. Right. You see, when you're making money hand over fist, right, and you're using a system to make money hand over it's real easy to complain about that system. But pick your butt up and put yourself somewhere where you can't make that money. Man, your attitude changes in a hurry. Well, yeah, who are the loudest voices right? You're absolutely right. Who are the loudest voices right now about how badly America sucks? Liberal successful. Rich celebrities, right. rich corporate people, sure. and rich celebrities, and filthy, stinking rich politicians. That's right. You're right. People who made all their money... You know, and once they make all their money and get all the fame they want and, and they can tick-tock their stupid little impin- opinions on stuff, then suddenly they, they uh, unravel the whole America sucks trip. Exactly and, you right. know, it's such hypocrisy, you know. And again, the theme of today is arrogance. You know, arrogance. But you just said the right word because hypocrisy is something I'm just sick and tired of out of these people. Yeah. You, you try to start an ice cream company in Iran or Turkey or <laughs> Afghanistan or Venezuela or Chile or and try to start your ice cream company in any of those places and become match the success you've had by having it here in the United States. Well, again, it's Don Morgan will say this has said this on a number of occasions. Okay. All this virtue signaling, and that's what that was, just in, insipid, asinine virtue signaling, is to make money. They do it to sell ice cream. They do it to sell their ice cream. Because, as I said, people then, other morons, m- morons, Democrats in the consumer yeah. community, uh, we got to take a break, uh, buy the crap because of that reason. And the deal is, it never, it's starting to, to you know, come back on them. Larry Fink over at BlackRock won't even talk about ESG now. You've got Disney stock going down oh, yeah. for the first time in history. Right. And you got Bud Light broke. Yeah, pretty much. People are done with it. That's the American way. All right. Uh, back in just a minute, more Wearing Rima coming up. You know, at Lifestyles Unlimited, if you want to build your financial future and use the capitalist system to do that, you can invest in real estate. But how do you do it? You know, how do you get started, first of all? How do you find the right properties for you? How do you put together the financing that you need to buy those properties and then make the improvements on those properties? How do you sell that property and roll that over into more properties and begin to build your empire? How do you do all that? Well, don't try to figure that out on your own. Go to the guys who figured it out a long time ago. Now they're mentoring and teaching people how to do that. That's Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Use my name when you log on, and they're going to give you all kinds of discounts when you sign up with them, go into their program, let them teach you how, let them mentor you, let them walk you through your entire life of investing in real estate, and you can retire in five years or less if you choose to do so. It's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Bank failures, the Federal Reserve. A quarter on steel strings. Wow. That's how you get that sound. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, 738 now. We are WARE and RIMA here on KTSA. So a break from Biden bashing for a moment. There's plenty to bash them on, and we'll do that, I guess, oh, yeah. coming up. But there's a couple of other stories I just wanted to toss out here because of uh, – and, and, you know, some of this does go back <laughs> everything. All roads lead to Biden. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, – Right. Because of crime. We'll, we'll talk about crime for just a second here, which is rampant. It's out of control. Oh, yeah. And uh, between – nobody's done more to increase crime in the country 
than this administration, which is being headed up behind the scenes by Barack Obama, who who fully believes in the whole chaos in the streets uh, right. method and, and uh, methodology of George Soros, who has hired all these DAs that let these people go free. So over in San Francisco, we've got, you know, this pretty popular area for moms. In oh, man. You want to talk about that? This story. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's uh, it's an affluent, relatively affluent uh, neighborhood that is largely populated by young families. And some of them are single moms. Single moms. Yeah. Uh, these are uh, single moms who are walking their kids through the uh, neighborhood, taking their kids to school events. In strollers. A, in strollers. And apparently there's a gang of teenagers mm-hmm. who are, well, they don't, I guess they're local, I don't know, gang of teenagers who are robbing these women with baseball bats Yeah, and stealing their phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just coming up, and they're beating these women as they're pushing their children yeah. in their in their strollers. They're beating them with a baseball with bat. baseball bats. Uh, which, of course, is a deadly weapon. Yes. Which the only place for these kids is prison, right? Yes. And when I say kids, I'm just saying however old they are. The only place for them is prison. And yet, from their board of supervisors, oh, God, I, uh, this guy, I'll give you his uh, name. I'll give you his name. Uh, Raphael Mandelman. Raphael Mandelman. <laughs> Some little gay boy that's working there. <laughs> Some little Raphael. gay boy. I'm Raphael. <laughs> so, Some little gay dude. Yeah. Probably a liberal Democrat. Yeah, he might be a black lesbian too. But anyway, <laughs> he says it's because of the pandemic, you know. they were. There's just so much catching up we have to do after the pandemic that – that they these kids when they do these kind of things it's because we had them in you know isolated for a couple uh, of years they weren't able to go to school no. and so the normal natural thing for kids to do after they've been in a pandemic is to grab a baseball bat and beat a mama to within an inch, inch of her life to take her phone from her that that ain't the pandemic uh first off that's little johnny feeling privileged and secondly little johnny probably knows especially if they operate in a group that nothing's going to happen to That's them, even if the cops bother to show up. That's right. They'll be processed and let go, and they're minors, too. So, you know, what's going to – they know nothing's going to happen in to San them. Francisco. That's why they're doing it. It's San Francisco. Yeah. They will get away with it in San Francisco. God. But it's happening across the country. I'll yeah. give you another example. In Colorado, there's a supermarket up there. You may be familiar with it because you're telling they're King Supers. Oh, yeah. That's like H-E-B in yeah. Colorado. And it's, uh, it's a subsidiary, I believe, of Albertsons or, or – no, no, Kroger. It's a subsidiary of Kroger. Yeah. Anyway, a guy's working there the other day, and uh, he's – good guy he's never late for work he always does his job blah blah blah. you know model employee right right some guys come in and they start loading up baskets and what's weird is they load up these baskets full of detergent laundry detergent so i don't know if they run a laundromat or what but that's all they were whatever they were doing that right right? they they weren't grabbing groceries they five hundred dollars two two bag carts full of laundry detergent Mm. softeners fragrancers for clothes anyway so he pulls out his cell phone, this model employee, and starts filming these guys. And he says to him, hey, fellas, the economy's not that bad. You know, you can <laughs> afford some, some Tide. And they walk outside to the car, and they're just blazingly putting it in the car, you know, not right. in a hurry, not like they're going to get caught or anything. And so this guy, the employee, reaches down, and there's aluminum foil on the license plate. So he takes the aluminum foil off the license plate, takes a picture of the license plate while he's doing the filming of them. <laughs> He puts the video on TikTok so that if anybody sees these guys, will you call the cops? Call us right. or call the cops. 
Snoop Dogg even looked at it. He's <laughs> it, two million people saw the video. Man, that's messed up. That's exactly what he said. Well, he didn't use the word messed. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this model employee, after taking this video, goes back to work at King Supers, and they canned him. They fired. Yeah, him. well. That's the way it goes these days. Yeah. You try to do something positive or good. Yeah. And they told him, you intervened in a crime. Oh, You intervened in a crime. And we have a policy. Now, he didn't, the only thing he said, to the, he didn't try, he didn't touch any of them. He didn't try to stop them, no. like grab them. He didn't say, hey, stop, halt. Right. You know, who goes there? He didn't do any of that. Uh, the only thing he said was, guys, it's not that bad, you know. And he filmed it. But because he filmed it. King Super said, you in, you uh, intervene in a crime, and we have clear policies with our employees. You don't intervene in a crime. Well, that's just the upside-downness of the moment in which we live, man. I was just about to say, when you take that with the San Francisco story, and we know these guys with baseball bats in San Francisco are going to walk, but an employee films bad guys stealing stuff, he gets his butt canned, we're really screwed up. Well, for upholding an idea or trying to uphold the idea of civilization, Right? And what's at the heart of that word? Civility. Uh-huh. Okay? By being civil, you're punished. By breaking the law, you're rewarded. Exactly. And that's exactly where we are right now at this Isn't that moment. something? That's, it's bizarre. It, it, you know, it's surreal. Uh, and it's surreal to see something like this because uh, I did a lot of retail. I tell you what, had that been me in a retail situation, the bosses I had would have been giving me a raise. Yeah. They'd have been saying, hey, good job on letting us know, you know, who this was. But we're not there. We're, we're not in that time now. We're in this really bizarre Twilight zone moment when, again, crime is largely rewarded and trying to maintain the law or, in, in the case of Daniel Penny, trying to protect people. Right, right. You're the criminal. Right. You, the, the average citizen or the average employee – who attempts to follow the law and be civil, uh, you know, good civilians, if you will, or, or members of a civil of a civilization, and and try to maintain an idea of right and wrong. You're the one who gets taken down. Now, here's what, here's how for this employee. Here's how I would argue argue this in a court of law. Right. Right. He got canned. I would sue. Oh hell King yeah. Supers. <laughs> and and here's my argument, sir, judge, Miss Mad- Madam, Your Honor, you know whatever. I refuse to be an accessory to a crime. Exactly. And if I were to stand there That's and great. not try to stop this, mm. and at the very least by filming it and turning the evidence over to the police department, I, me, I'm an accessory to a crime. That's exactly right. That's an excellent point. You are. You are putting people in the position of having, of having to be accessories to crimes, of observable crimes. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's so upside down at I this mean, point. If you observe a guy robbing a bank and you can do something about it, either physically or collecting evidence, and you don't, you're an accessory to that crime. You are. Now, let's ask ourselves this question. Why are these companies doing this? Why? Because this is not the first time. Why are companies turning against their own employees who attempt to stop the theft of their product and conversely, their profit. Mm-hmm. Why are they punishing their own employees? I, I don't have an answer. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know if it's because they're afraid of uh, wokeness, or maybe the guys are black or lesbians, or I, I don't know. But I—that's th- the real question. Sure Why is. are they doing this? Sure. Because I grew up in a completely different retail world, where you backed your employees in these kinds of things. 
and now it's the exact opposite. Why are they doing that? And they can't make the argument that they don't want violence in their store because this was completely nonviolent. He was not really intervening. They said he was intervening. He wasn't really. He was observing. He took out his camera and observed with his camera, but he really didn't intervene in a crime. He did not. So even if you have a non-interventionist policy, which is the dumbest thing in the world, I want my employees to intervene. Stop that SO, you know what. Uh, But if if you have a non-interventionist policy... All I was doing was observing. I, I, I took I, yeah. instead. I, I recorded it with my phone, but it was mere observation. I didn't intervene in anything. The only thing I can come up with, as far as what the motivation is of of, because uh, these tend to be good employees, the people that try to do something. That guy was great. Tend to be long term loyal employees because somebody who doesn't give a crap is just going to stand there and let it happen. So these, you know what I mean. So why would yeah. you cut loose in this in this employment? Yeah world yeah. why would you cut loose an employee you know you can count on well there can only be one reason they're afraid i guess of the dude suing them or the employee getting hurt in the commission of the crime and then they sue him right it's it's a fear of lawsuits a lawsuit somehow that's it yeah. that's exactly it but that is the that, that is the ultimate question that's why I, I set it up the way i did when i said this guy was a model employee yeah he was always on time he was always there he never missed work etc you're gonna fire somebody like that in this world where I you guess. can't get half the people to even show up for work yeah, and most of the people you're hiring <laughs> under the under the age of 30 <laughs> are horrible employees well, you, you have know. one that's decent you're gonna cut that guy loose you give that guy employee of the month yes. give him a trip to acapulco or somewhere <laughs> you know it's just, you that, know, that's what you do it's it's uh, again it's it, it kind of circling back to what we were talking about yesterday it's so surreal and so upside down the the moment we're living in that you have to disconnect from it here and there oh yeah do you, you just have to do you ever get to the moment where you start to think i'm going to wake up at any moment and this is all going to be I, you know i tell you i real. keep thinking i keep hoping and sometimes i pray that this is some sort of space alien yeah. experiment right you know and i'll just wake up on a table someday right and they're going to toss us out of the ship <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> All right. As long as they toss me to Frontier Burger at Loop 410 and Broadway. Loop 410 and Broadway. You can go in there right now. They're open seven days a week, by the way. But go in there right now and ask for Trey's fave. And, by the way, thanks to all of you who have. Well, you guys have been going by Frontier left and right. You're buying the burgers. Thank you so much for doing that. You're buying Trey's fave. Thank you for doing that. It's all great stuff. Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Hash browns for just five fifty. Now, this is not just any biscuit. Pioneer biscuit made fresh every morning. Real eggs, savory sausage. If you want bacon, they'll do that too. And by the way, if, if you don't want the, the Trey's fave, they've got breakfast tacos with tortillas that are made fresh daily at La Fonda right the next door. And, of course, they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So when you're ready to get away from the old fast food hamburger, when you're ready to get on with a real hamburger, you want a Frontier burger at lunch or dinner tonight, real pit, hot bed of coals, you'll smell that charcoal burning as soon as you pull up. Every bite is a trip down memory lane at Frontier Burger, Loop 410 and Broadway. According to NHTSA, in 2019, more than three, where in Rhyme KTSA? It is uh, July 6th. It is, as a matter of fact. It's International Kissing Day. I like to oh, get over here, Tiger. I know what I'm going to do Let me today. give you a big old kiss. I know what. No tongues. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, God. All right. That sounds like me after some fiber. Um, <laughs> Squeeze. Sorry. It's, <laughs> you didn't grunt. It's, it's National Fried Chicken Day. Oh, my God. I'm going to kiss a chicken. What's your, what's your favorite? <laughs> Yeesh. 
What's your favorite place to go for chicken? Uh, God, I got places all over, man. I right now I just go to Bushes. Uh, right. Bill Miller's got little bitty pieces now. Yeah, they got all those they're, they're serving me. seagull at, uh, at at Bill Miller. Pretty much. I, I'm I, kidding. I did like uh, I would ch- if they had a churches nearby. I'd be eating churches. See, I got a churches right down yeah. the damn road. That's yeah. where I go, uh, man. Grew up on San Antonio. I Germany. love churches. Yeah. Uh, it's umbrella umbrella day, which is hard to say. Umbrella day. Okay. So it might rain later, so you might need an umbrella. Okay. Uh, and be nice to New Jersey Day. No, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, there's nobody nice <laughs> in New Jersey. Right. Why, why the hell should I be nice to people from New Jersey? I just remember going up there for racing in the 70s, and they called it the Garden State. I'm looking around going, really? This is the Garden, garden State? Garden of crap. <laughs> this place looks horrible. Get out of here. <laughs> I so, lived with a woman from New Jersey for four years, and my you? hearing just came back about six months ago. Yeah. Was she a little loud? A uh, smidge. <laughs> a smidge. <laughs> no, I I am. I'm a chicken fan. I love fried chicken. I, I love really, fried really chicken. Do. And man. I love kissing, too. So this is going to be a good day. I know what I'm going to do today. I don't like today. kissing people after I've had some fried chicken, though, <laughs> because mind. everybody's all greasy. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't everybody's mind all greasy. greasy, got chicken strings in their teeth. Yeah, I don't mind that. A greasy chicken breath. You don't mind a nah. greasy chicken kiss? Uh-uh, not at all, man. I do. <laughs> I don't want to kiss nobody after they've been eating fried chicken. Uh-huh. I don't want them kissing me after I've been eating fried chicken. <laughs> I want to go to the bathroom and floss, do some Listerine, and then we can go back then to Then we kissing. can talk about that, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. We got five minutes. Um, anyway, I did you see the CDC? <laughs> That's it. Good. I'm, glad. I'm fine. Moving, moving, moving right along. Next. I'm so glad the Centers for Disease Control is putting out valuable information, Trey, for trannies to breastfeed their kids. Chest feeding, uh, they've got, you know, suggestions if you're a dude living like a woman, how you can, you know, get the Buttigieg apparatus there and, and... but you know the fake nipples fake nip fake nipples right and then sounds like a folk band it really does and then uh for women who have had mastectomies on perfectly healthy breasts yeah. suggestions for them yeah of course medical people who actually care about the health of other human beings are saying um you're feeding kids milk that is chock full of hormones and weird drugs that you're taking right to make yourself appear to be the opposite sex. We don't know. We don't have the research or the data to know or understand how that will affect the child. Well, but we do. See, they can claim that, but we do know that if you're passing hormones through your milk or, say, a cow's milk or something else like that, the effect that it does have on little bitty human beings. That's why hormone replacement is not suggested or recommended for anybody under the age of 18. It has incredible uh, effects on the human body when they are in that serious growth phase so they always say not for anybody under the age of, if fellows who are on sipinate as an example if you're doing two two milligrams of sipinate a week they'll tell you as long as you're not under 18 you better be over 18 they prefer you be over wow. 40 wow so but anyway we do have the results on that this is just more nonsense from these people it's the cdc man yeah you know again sean i I'm going to say it, and I'm going to continue to say it. All of this is a psychosis. A psychosis means a break with reality. These people who are pushing (laughs) this stuff, who say Pete Buttigieg is actually feeding his son when he's using a fake nipple apparatus, they've had a break with reality. Well, that's, again, another one of the themes of this show is you just can't believe this bullcrap is going on, man. The Centers for Disease Control once 
in olden times was a respected sure. uh, organization. Yes. And not anymore. No. I mean, when they're they're all about chest feeding, yeah. you know, you're going to listen to them about anything else. Right. I mean, uh, it's it's sad and surreal. Let's just say you're on uh, some sort of painkiller because you had your breasts removed. Right. Which right? you would be on for you quite a on long a time. You're going to pass that through in your breast milk yeah. for, to a child? Are you kidding It's me? not about the kid, though. It's about my That's stinking right. ego. That's all it is. Back in a minute, more Wear and Rhyme on KTSA. Wisdom is a big, big subject in the Bible. FM 1071. Hey, that's you and me. That's us. That's us, the two of us. We're Wear and Rhyme I can't even say my own show. And, and Dolly. And Doc, I got my Dolly yeah, shirt on. I love Dolly Pot, man. Uh, I'm a big old fan. I think after doing this next story, I'm going to wear my grand dude shirt. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm really proud of my granddaughters. Yes. Uh, one's 18, the other's 16. And, uh, man, you know, everybody knows my story. You were there for the funeral of my yeah. son, but everybody knows the story about my kids. And my grandkids are everything. Right. In fact, my grandkids kept us going when maybe we wanted to quit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're good at that. Right. You know, grandkids, well, it's a different world. You know, when when you're a grandpa, I'm, I'm a grand dude. When you're a grand dude or a nana, uh, it's different than, than being a mom or a dad. And it's hard to explain to people unless they've been there. Right, right. right. But you try to, when they're your kids, you try to give them structure and all that kind of stuff because you, you really want to build that into them. Right. right. Most parents. I'm talking about the rule, not the exception. <clears throat> but when it comes to grandparents, man, you're all in. I don't care who you are. Right. You know. You just do everything in the world your grandkids get. In fact, I, I do have a shirt that says, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my granddaughter. <laughs> I actually have that shirt. That's a cool I shirt. I wear it all the time. Um, I can't imagine. It just can't even come across my mind walking in here and telling Don Morgan or telling Jimmy or telling Elaine or you to deny that I have grandkids or even one of them. Oh, I only got one. I only have one. I don't have the other. The other, I, I, they, the other one doesn't even exist. And if you bring it up, I'm going to fire you. Well, you can't fire me. But. Well, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I know. I'm just being funny. Yeah. Um, but that's what Joe Biden's been doing. Right. He's been going to his staff at the White House and the media. Right. And he's been telling them, if you even acknowledge that I have a seventh grandchild. Right. Now, Sean, I, I, I saw a picture of her. On one of the news sites that I go to, her name is Navy. She is the cutest little blonde hair, blue-eyed bug that you've ever seen in your life. She's a cute little baby. Gosh, she's so cute. Right. But the Bidens will not even acknowledge her existence. They just refuse to even say that she's even alive. Uh, yeah. So cold. it's very cold. To me, that goes beyond not wanting to pay child support, which Hunter tried to get out of, which, you know, that's as slimy as it can be. If you create that human being, oh, yeah. you're responsible. I, I know all about it. You sure yeah. do. Well, well, I'll, no, I'll say something about you, because I sat here and watched you. You were constant contact with your daughter when she lived in another state. You yeah. wrote handwritten notes to her sitting right there and put a stamp on them and mailed those handwritten notes. You that's called true. her on the phone. You were heavily involved, although she was in another state. This guy is denying and has told employees, I will fire you if you even mention that I have one, that I have a seventh <laughs> grandchild. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, so God. I, th there's, even if you were to say, yes, we have a seventh grandchild, her name is Navy, but we don't have anything to do with her. That's okay. That's because that's all. Life is lived that way. I I don't approve of it, but it's not. That, a you know what? To I don't have a relationship with that kid. Exactly right. People do that all. Say that all the time. There you go. 
But to say the worst thing you can do to a human being, I, I believe, is to deny their existence. That's one of the worst. I mean, if not the worst thing you can do to them is just to say, you're dead to me. You don't even exist. I don't even well, know who you are. Well, made a thousand times worse by the fact that your grandfather is the president well, of the United States of correct, America. Correct, correct. Yeah. And, and by the way, she has made no claim, I'm talking about the mama, has made no claim on that. Right. She has not no. made any claim on his fame or his his money. The only thing she's made a claim to is what's rightfully hers, and that is support for this child. To her right? credit, that's all she's that's exactly all she right. wanted. Exactly yeah. right. So anyway, uh, you know, Corinne Jean-Pierre, here it is, was asked about the New York Times story yesterday and the existence of the grandchild. Uh. There was a story in the New York Times over the weekend about Hunter Biden's daughter in Arkansas. Uh, does the president acknowledge this little girl as his granddaughter? I don't have anything to share from here. Does the president acknowledge this is her granddaughter, as his granddaughter? I don't have anything to share from here. And that's been their answer all along because Corrine knows, even though she's a historical figure, according right, to her, right. uh, she would get her butt canned if she said, yes, there is a child there and her name is Navy and she's, you know, this is her. Um, when I, again, go back to what we were promised in, tw- what America was promised, you and I knew it was total bullcrap. In 2020 was, we're going to restore decency to the White House. <laughs> That's a joke. So you've got guys Ugh. with fake boobs walking around topless. <laughs> right. you got cocaine found, and you've got a president who says, I'll can your ass if you even mention that I have a seventh granddaughter. How decent is that? It's not. It's the, it's it's what we call trashy. It's trashy, crappy behavior. And, and And moreover, it's also the very definition of elitism. In that, you know what, this kid's going to drop our property value so the kid can't exist. And, and and the other thing that's really interesting about this particular situation is that the woman was a former exotic dancer. Now, normally, on the left, what do you hear about exotic, about strippers? Well, right now they're trying to get strip, you know, trans strippers in every uh, elementary school across the country. Oh, it's it's there's nothing sleazy about it. Oh, it's art. Oh, these are women making a living on their own, and the human body is beautiful, and don't be afraid of sexuality. But, boy, when they bring a kid into your world, whew, they, that stripper's got to go, man. I mean, this is, again, it, it's both trashy and elitist at the same time. And I'm with you. You know, I mean, I don't have any grandkids. You will. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. they got to get out of the house once in a while. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think any of my kids want to procreate. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, who yeah. knows? But anyway, point yeah. being that I have, through my experience, you know, I'm not, this is not comparative, but yeah. saying that, you know, I've learned the value of time and human relationships and the people in your world yeah. and the idea that you could be so callous in your heart. Because this is what we're talking about. This is social, uh, a sociopathy. This is this is callousness. This yeah. is coldness. That you could honestly act like that little girl is has nothing to do with you and doesn't even freaking exist. That also is a window into the souls of who these people are. Hundred percent. That's what I said this morning. Because on my she's show. just a nuisance. She's a nuisance. She, she is a nuisance. You know what she is? She's just a cancer we're cutting out. Yeah, if and, only they could know, have aborted her. Right. You know? <laughs> well, well, and that may be what's in their heart. They may be right. thinking, well, she should have been aborted. You right. know, because they, they do support abortion sure. at, at all at all times. But, you know, it also points to another theme of the show this morning, besides the weird dream we're living in, the nightmare we're living in. Another theme of the show is, is the left and their hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. Last 4th of July this week, Tuesday, Joe gave a speech. Last week he gave the same speech. Two weeks ago he gave the same speech. And a month ago he gave the same speech. And in that speech he talks about how 
the children of America are not your children. They're all of ours. It's kind of like that whole village thing that Hillary <laughs> yes. did. Oh, they're, all, they're not your kids. They're all of our kids. <sighs> We're all here to take care of all the kids. He says they are the kite strings that we're holding on to. <laughs> that, what a horrible. It's, oh, it's the same speech he gives it all the time. Yes. He, he gave it the 4th of July at this education summit he did. <laughs> They're the strange. kite strings that you're hanging on to. They're all of our kids. They belong to all of us except one. Yeah, she's got to go. Not not her. She's not a kite string. Let that string <laughs> let that string go yes. and let her float off into space on her own to crash to the earth on her own because I don't give a crap about her. She's yeah, she's uh she's harshing my style here. She's uh she's cramping my gig. Got to shuffle that kid off, man. And so and, and 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 but again, the impact on that little girl as an adult, one way or the other, is going to be something she's going to have to deal with. Of course. And they couldn't give a crap. They don't care. And and the thing is, liberal Democrats, they don't care either. You know, they're, no. they're totally fine with, you know, giving this guy another pass and putting him back into office. The president that said, or the guy, the candidate who said, I'm going to restore decency to the White House. Tell me one time, just once, just once, when Donald Trump denied the existence of one of his children or grandchildren. Quite the opposite. That's right. They <laughs> Quite the opposite. Always around, always dressed nicely, always were very presentable, always had wonderful manners. I hear nothing but wonderful things about Trump's children. Oh, yeah. Tell me just one time when he didn't pick one of those kids up and say, Poppy, you know, you know that, that kind of thing. Th- this guy, Joe Biden, he said he's going to restore decency. He's done exactly the opposite. Exactly well, and, the opposite. And all the other people, you know, circling the wagons around these people. Yeah. And and as we say it all the time, they represent everything a good liberal should despise. Incredible. Racism, establishment, status quo, corrupt, uh, misogynist. Uh, and now, you know, basically they're a bunch of sociopaths. I mean, they, they, they are everything that a liberal should hate which is why it's even more surreal to watch the lengths to which they'll go to protect them. Remember, he went to uh, Hunter, again, is what we're talking about now. Hunter went to the White House to live and hide out so he wouldn't be handed a subpoena to go pay right. for this girl. It's the only place they can't get him. So the White House. He, that's right. He was hiding out there. He God. finally, a judge finally told him, you get your ass down here to Arkansas, and the judge told him, you will pay child support. Hunter and Joe were just fine with this little girl starving to death. I'm telling Put you, it that way. you know, and this is insulting the trailer parks, but it's trailer park stuff. Yeah, it's worse than It's that. like sleeping with his dead brother's wife. Yeah. You know, you can't get more trashier than that. These people would have, well, there you go. You know, that, seriously. You just said it. These guys. The Maury Povich episode. Th- that's right. These families would have to take, this family would have to take a step up to make it to a trailer park. <laughs> yeah, I've lived in trailer parks. They're be- so better I. people than who occupy the White House Tell right you now. right now, Nancy and I lived in three of, or two, two when we got married. So, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. No, ah, it's so, weird. Anyway, uh, Navy is her name, and uh, we ought to start a GoFundMe account. <laughs> we ought to ruin Hunter's life. Start a GoFundMe account. <laughs> hey, all that money you're not going to spend on Bud Light and Ben and Jerry's. Let's pump into this yeah, fund. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I do need to tell you about Hicks Carpet One Floor and Home. HicksCarpetOne.com, the largest and the best selection of flooring in San Antonio is at Hicks Carpet One. Now, I've known Larry Hicks for more than two decades, probably coming up on three decades. What a, what a great guy. And now, you know, they got five generations been working at Hicks Carpet One. So they got Carlton over there. Sydney I met the other day. She's a delight. You're going to love working with her. She's an A&M graduate. 
uh, beautiful. She'll she'll uh, take care of you. Your business is going to go great with Hicks Carpet One all the way down the line because of the Hicks family and the great name since 1935. Now, they've got it all when they got the best selection of carpet and they got the great hardwood flooring there and they've got tile and laminate and all that. But the hottest thing out right now is luxury vinyl plank. All right. They got the biggest and most beautiful selection of that. Million dollar and up homes are putting luxury vinyl plank in. You know why? Well, because it looks great, looks like wood, right? But you don't have to worry about if it gets wet or if you got a pet or if you got a kiddo or whatever, you know. You don't have to worry about those kind of things because it's tough. And it'll it, all that maintenance stuff you have to do on wood and all that, you can forget about that when you're using the luxury vinyl plank from Hicks Carpet One. And they have the best selection anywhere. At Hicks Carpet One, too, you get the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason, Hicks will replace it absolutely free. There's no surprise pricing at Hicks Carpet One. Check them out here in San Antonio. They're off just off of Broadway on northeast side of San Antonio. And online, HicksCarpetOne.com. Partly sunny with a thunderstorm around later on this afternoon. High about 89. Right now it's 78 at KTSA. Good morning. Work in an accident downtown. KTSA, what you got? AI sucks. <laughs> this is the AI sucks segment. I don't like it. It's bad. <laughs> AI bad. I don't care what cool stuff it does. I'm AI and I suck. Well, I, I'm right. <laughs> AI, if you're listening, I want you to know something. Hey, Bing, you suck. You suck. Um, we now have the first lawsuits by a couple of authors. First of many. First of many. This yeah. is the first of what's going to be many. Yeah. Uh, Paul Tremblay and Mona Awad uh, are both uh, published authors, and uh, they are suing OpenAI, or the people who operate or own AI, uh, this OpenAI, are suing them because what they've been doing is it's now called ingesting where they the the program quote unquote ingests published works and uses that to evolve its own way of communicating with people and uh these authors are saying hey wait a minute i didn't give you permission to use my work for this purpose and the and i think you're going to see much more of this because it's it's a really uh it's a it's a it's a weird place that we don't really have any standards for Okay, now I'm published. I publish my own stuff, but I got the copyrights. I got the ISBNs and all my work. So nobody, even though my books, you know, maybe three people buy one a year, you still can't take one of my books and just reprint it uh, for your own purposes. Okay, I could sue you. All right. Uh, Same thing with these people. These are their published works. They own the rights to them. When they die, their families own the rights to these books. And there is a point to be made that if you're using my written work, my copywritten work, to evolve your AI program, that, that I believe that is absolutely a copyright infringement. You cannot do anything with a person's book, a copywritten book, uh, without their expressed written consent. You can't do it. And uh, you can't get around it by the fact right. they're not directly quoting these works but they're using the works themselves to improve the AI. So the AI then takes from these works. And uh, that's a bozo no-no. It, it just, you can't do it. So here's where this is going to get sticky, in my view, because uh, Google just updated their uh, privacy policy last night. Right. I have the new one this morning. Their privacy policy used to say, we can take your information and we can sell it to marketers. Mm. Okay? Right. And if you do anything with Google, if you look up, you know, Treyware KTSA on Google, then they can take that and they can sell that to a marketer. Right, right. However, 
now Google says in their privacy policy, we are scraping, they call it scraping, the entire Internet for everything that's ever been put on the Internet, God, everything. Think about that. And we're pouring it into this massive brain known as AI to educate it. So here's where your, your thesis is going to get challenged, I think. We're not using your books as a means of, of you know, putting out, quoting you and, and right. republic. We're not republishing your works. And we're not making money off of it. What we're doing is we're educating. We're educating, and this influences, yes. perhaps. We'll so see. where it used to take, you know, we, we lock people up in these buildings for 18 years and then maybe another four or seven to educate them. With AI, it's taking instantaneous. We're right. just pouring this. We're, we're going through the Internet. And here in the Google story, it says they're reading blog posts. Yeah. They're reading your comments on Facebook or Instagram or yeah. wherever. And they're pouring every last bit of that into AI, which is educating AI in seconds instead of 18 or 22 right. years. And I agree with you. Legally, they're going to get away with this. I and, think at some they point, will. they'll amend the laws to where you won't have any say. There's an AI Bill of Rights they were just publishing yeah, just now. You won't have a say in, in yeah. what's ingested as far as your output. Right. And I think that sucks. Right. AI sucks, and right. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and Bing, you can sell me all the... You can send me all... You can have all the pop-up <laughs> notifications on my fancy little computer about why I should be talking to you. And it ain't gonna happen, baby. Right. We ain't dating, all right? I have no interest in you. You suck. But Get here, out of my world. Here's the thing. It, what it's doing is, again, it's teaching itself. It's going to be the super brain oh, yeah. of the universe. <laughs> It's. I don't know if you ever read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I. I. I it's something even more than that, you know. Which was this book, this that had all you know knowledge of the universe encapsulated in this book. It'll be something like that, except they can think. Yes. And and on you its know, own. And I understand that the argument will be like you know if you look at what we do for a living. I mean, I am essentially the culmination of everybody who ever influenced me through the years. That's it. That's, you know, that's I took what they're saying with guy, AI. This guy influenced me. This guy, this person influenced me. All the books, So that's movies, the argument they'll make. That's the argument right. that they are going to make about AI is this is just going to be an amalgamation of all the influences throughout yeah. history of all time. So if John Adams wrote it or Sean Rima wrote it or Trey Ware sang it, right. it's all going into AI, and that's all the influences right there. So it, all the movies, everything else is going to go into this super computing brain, and the difference is it doesn't need you to write that book and type it out and hit enter. It doesn't need you to do that. Well, it's going to do it on its own. If it ingests my poems, it'll be able to write poems that don't exist that Anything. are a lot like my poems Anything. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, It'll be able to do all of that thinking on its own and not, you know, not need anybody else. Well, I think it sucks. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It just I, sucks. It, it's gonna. There's going to be some really sucky things about it. I really concur. sucky things about it, especially when it says, "I don't need you anymore, humans." <laughs> I don't need you anymore, humans. You're good. Right. You're done. If it starts calling you Dave, uh, make sure you're. <laughs> Your oxygen tube is still connected. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Bridgehead IT, speaking of really cool stuff in the world, Bridgehead IT are really cool guys, right? And they are, you know, the coolest of it cool when it comes to IT services for your company, protecting your company from cybersecurity threats. Now, I don't know what it is your company does, but I can tell you it's being threatened every day with cybersecurity hacks and all that kind of stuff. There's some real weirdos out there trying to get to your information, whether it's your proprietary information or your client's information that you have stored there or your customer, your your, uh, your your employee's information, whatever. 
There's people out there trying to hack into your stuff right now. And the great guys over at Bridgehead IT can protect all that, build that firewall, that hedge around all of your information to make sure nobody gets in there. It's impenetrable. They're really good guys over at Bridgehead IT, but they can also help you save money on the bottom line and increase the income to the bottom line all at the same time with their IT services. Never seen anybody do such a great job like like Bridgehead IT does every day for businesses just like yours. So whether you manage a company or you own it, I hope you get in touch with them. No matter what size of the company, I want you to get in touch with them and talk with them about real business solutions, real IT solutions, bridgeheadit.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a case. Just a couple of uh, quick side notes here as we roll forward with where I'm on KTSA. Uh, George Tickner is uh, is now dead at the age of seventy six. Did you hear about this, uh, Who's Don? This? He's uh, he was a co-founder. Not many people would know him. A co-founder of Journey. He huh. and Neil Sean basically started Journey uh, right. a very long time ago. Uh, and fifty uh, years ago. Fifty, 50 yeah. years 50, ago. Fifty. Did you say fifty? I did. How dare you? I'm gonna wash your mouth out with soap. Fifty. Fifty wow, years man. ago is when they started. Damn. He was a rhythm guitarist and right. songwriter, yep. and Neil Sean played, a, of course, lead guitar for, for Journey when they first started. And uh, I don't know what – do you have any idea what killed him, what he, what he died of, 76? No. Yeah, it just came out, so maybe we don't even know but yet. Sean post, posted something on his social media yesterday. Is that what it was? That, that's how I found out about it. Okay. So. Uh, Journey, of course, one of my favorite bands. One of our high school bands up there oh, with right. Boston and those guys. Yeah. You know, we had we had Van Halen, Boston, Journey, all those right. guys that were kind of you know our our bands of our era. But Steve Perry, when he came along as the lead singer of Journey, he transformed that band into something that just made it what it was. Oh, he had an amazing voice, uh, incredible. And I wish that he and Neil Sean would have been able to get along better because I think their best years were ahead of them. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. With all the great stuff they did anyway, their best years were ahead of them. Wow. And now they're now they're frozen food aisle uh, music, but that's okay. I still like them. You know, that, <laughs> isn't that a strange phenomenon when you're walking through the HEB and you hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And you're like, wow, times have changed. Well, <laughs> I told you I was on a cruise and went to a black tie mixer on a cruise. Right. And LaGrange by ZZ Top <laughs> came on. It's supposed to be, you know, black tie mixers, you know, yeah. with the music for the end. Right. You, you think know, some LaGrange. Kenny G or something. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. But All no, of a sudden, man. you're going to take me down to the Paradise City. <laughs> I heard Pearl Jam at the HEB yeah. the other day, man. Yeah. It happens. Well, uh, holy crap. I'll never forget reading the story about Don Henley getting so mad that, you know, he left. He was in the frozen food section of a local grocery store. Well, dude, what are you? You're getting <laughs> Paid, man. That's right. Enjoy it. Those old boys, those guys down in Austin, fastball. Every time I hear the way at the HEB, I'm like, that dude just got paid. He just got yeah. paid, man. <laughs> well, those only boys, same thing, man. When they, you hear heaven, they only one hit wonder, right? Right. But, man, those guys just made a bank off of heaven. It is funny, though, how we're our music is, is sliding into light rock territory. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. You know, you think about them apples. Yeah. You, know, you, know? you know what happened to me? It was sometime in the 90s. I was driving around New York City, and they have a, an oldie station there, CBS FM. And, and I'm listening to it, and they played a song that came out the year I graduated oh, from high see? school. It's true. Like, no, it's happening. No. Hey, hey, have you noticed, <laughs> no, okay, true. and maybe this is because of the Indiana Jones movie or whatever, but haven't you sort of noticed that everybody started looking old all of a sudden, like all the people we grew up with, people <laughs> in our generation, 
We're all, but I mean, we all suddenly look old, man. Speak I mean, for yourself, I saw Dave Grohl the other day. He looks like somebody's aunt. You know, I'm like, holy crap, we just all got old all of a sudden. Speak for yourself, would you? I'm just saying, well, you're healthy and crap. I'm, the rest of us are de- you know, on the decay here. I, I'm just, everybody suddenly looks really freaking old to me. I look at Harrison Ford, I'm like, holy Jesus, you're somebody's grandfather. I well, mean, he, well, I didn't mean that you're somebody's grandfather, no, too. No, no, no. You no. look young. No. He looks like he's somebody's great-grandfather. Well, and He's I, an old dude. I saw a picture yesterday of Clint Eastwood. Oh, my God, I saw it. 93? He looks really old but, all of a sudden. But you know what? He's still working. He's he still is. getting around, still doing his thing, man, and that's cool. That's that's. He's going to work till he dies. He will. I'm I'm just saying it seems like who – who else did I see the other day? And I'm like, holy crap, he looks old, too. And I'm talking people my age. You know who looks really old? Who? Willie. Well, Willie is old. I know, but he looks really he old. Does. He does. He pat- always looked old. <laughs> I, I didn't think so, though, man. I, I, you know, until the last few years, it really kind of tipped over into when, – when the emphysema really started to hit him and he, you know, right. was talking more than singing in his concerts, it really tipped over into oldness for Willie. I saw Tatum O'Neill in a picture the yeah. other day, and I'm like, holy crap, she's right. old. She's right. an old lady now. Yeah. yeah, She's got some health issues, too. Well, we had a story come in about her earlier today. Yeah, she uh, that was that brain thing that she went through. She got a little brain brain problem. Uh, apparently issue. she overdosed on drugs uh-huh. and had a stroke. That's oh, right. God. Brain yeah. issues she's dealing with. And well, uh, well uh, who who else was it? Oh, Chrissy Hine. I saw Chrissy Hine yesterday. I went, oh my god. Yeesh. Yeesh. She's you know, old looking. Yeah, yeah. And she well, you talk about somebody with a rough life. Right. Oh boy, that girl had a rough did she not have a rough life? Yeah. All that Hell's Angel stuff and Right. You know, pass around Patty kind of stuff. And she had bits all that in her wow. book. Read her autobiography, and I'm like, good Lord. Yeah, man. well, that's the Hell's Angel story. Yeah. That was you know, no, several of those stories. Survivor, in there. for sure. As yeah, Indiana man. Jones once famously said, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Well, that's <laughs> right. It's like Waylon used to say, it's, what, what is it? It's, it's not the way the, the hood looks, it's what's under the hood that matters. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, the hood's looking mighty bent and yeah. rusted right now, man. So a couple of a couple of autistic guys are going to get into the uh, ring and try to keep from touching each other. They're Germaphobes. What? Well, what? You, you know, when you're talking about Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and they're going to fight it out, you know. Ow. <laughs> Would they just stop? <laughs> they're not going to do a cage fight. A cu- oh, holy a, God. A couple of a couple of germaphobes. Couple of billionaire don't, germaphobes. Don't touch me for the next 30 minutes, will you? Just try, try, trying to avoid touching me. They're not going to do squat, <laughs> man. Of course not. Oh, s- just stop. I mean, Elon's had the better lines, let's face it. The walrus. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. move where he just lays on somebody and doesn't do anything. Right. Yeah. right. Works for me. You know, well, I'm he, just saying. He had an interesting, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. I'm just saying. I didn't mean it that way. Well, and, and we've seen the video, so don't worry about it. I didn't mean it, it that way, it's man. Right. You I did watched this thing. Yeah, you did. You, you meant it that way. I did not. Yeah, you did. Perf. So, <laughs> I really, Elaine, I really didn't mean it that you know, way. You know, Elon had a very interesting thing, a take on voting on July 4th. He said that uh, <laughs> voting should only be parents. Oh. He said, "Because par- only parents have skin in this game." That's true. So Makes sense. P- parentless children, unless you're the pa- Biden, parentless people, <laughs> right, should not be allowed to vote because they don't have any skin in the game. Right. Well, that's pretty interesting. Huh? Interesting, interesting take. Um, and one other thing, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, no, it's, yeah. a, it's a side take, but that's right. you know that's what he was. Saying. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, kind of really off the beaten path side take. Anybody remember Heather Locklear from oh, like, yeah. like the '80s? She was in every Hooker. Yeah, well, at that time, she was unlike. 
T.J. Hooker. She was on Dynasty, wasn't it? One of them like that. I don't one, one of those nighttime soap yeah. operas. Melrose I think it was Place. Something. She was on Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Yeah. 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 But, but on Dynasty too. She was yeah. doing like three or four shows at the same time. Yeah. Right. And then uh, she and Richie Sambora were married and had some kids. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. God, we know her type. And, and she, yeah. And then she really got into drugs and alcohol. Alcohol yeah. was her Shocking. big thing. Tequila. Right. Which cleaned up, you know, years ago and got uh, got straight and sober and all right. that kind of stuff after trying to bite somebody's nose off. That'll happen when your dude came to arrest her. Got a good buzz going. Yeah, she had a really good buzz. Well, here lately they've been finding her kind of walking on, uh, oh, high up on ledges and talking to herself, mm. and sitting on staircases and talking to herself. They've been mm. finding her doing that lately. Wow. So you know, uh, is it time to have an intervention and lock her back up and and uh, get her some health and put her you know back into AA or whatever it is again? Well, some friends are now coming out saying, no, 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 it's all okay. She's sober. She just got some really bad news the past couple of days, and so she's kind of waking out i don't know i'm not really sure i even care but it's dominating the celebrity news stuff right now so yeah the 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 one thing we don't have royalty as such but our celebrity class really are that pretty much yeah and they just live on a different planet than the rest of us in 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 many ways so who knows what's going on who knows all right We'll take a quick break. More wearing Ryman coming up. Uh, head on out to Uvalco. It's in Uvalde and Casterville and Bernie. And at Uvalco, you're going to find the Mahindra Rock Soar. You've heard me talk about this thing now for several weeks. I have fallen in love with the Rock Soar from Mahindra. It is tough. It looks like the old Willis Jeeps from back in the World War, you know, two days. You know those green Jeeps that everybody used to drive around? I, what I would do is buy the green one and put a star on the hood. In fact, I've got a couple of friends that are going to do that. Uh, it comes in you know, several different colors. It's made out of steel. It's tough. It's got that turbo diesel made by Mahindra under the hood. So it's got all the horsepower in the world for the ranch or the hunt and lease or whatever. You can't destroy this thing. I mean, I just I tried. I really did, man. I went from uh, fifth gear to slamming on the brakes to trying to spin it out to putting it in reverse, backing back over a, a rock hill at Uvalco. I, I really did. I did everything I could. To try to mess it up, and I don't think it's—I I don't think you could do it. And, and this thing is so cool because you can trick it out however you want to. In fact, I'm going to give you $300 when you mention Treyware to trick it out however you want to. When you buy yours, mention Treyware, and and they'll give you $300 to put you know whatever accessory you want. So if you want gun racks on it, if you want lights, you can do all those LED lights that are really cool and will light up the night if you're out on the ranch or whatever. Not supposed to be hunting tonight, but you know. It's be a, a wonderful vehicle to be out on the ranch at night or the hunting lease or whatever. It's a great, great, great vehicle for all of that purposes. And I hope you'll at least go test drive it. Check it out at Uvalco. It's in Uvalde, in Bernie, and Casterville. Imagine it's the last ride, but you're